This is The Waycast is a podcast where we recap every Star Wars episode as it's released on Disney+. This is your spoiler alert, and you have been warned. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of This is The Waycast, the Ahsoka edition. I'm Sarah Edwards, the resident Star Wars writer at Boardwalk Times. And I'm Joaquin Fernandez, a columnist and podcaster at Boardwalk Times. And today we're going to be talking about the second to last episode of Ahsoka season one. And Joaquin and I talked a little bit before we started recording, but this just felt like an old school Rebels episode. Like my partner's watching Rebels right now as we're watching Ahsoka, so a lot of things are fresh in my mind. And this just, if felt like an old school season two or three rebels episode it really did especially with like seeing the reunion between sabine and ezra throughout honestly their their sibling like connection really was felt throughout this like you you kind of got it you know at the end of last episode but you finally got to see them get back to their roles and to see them like reunite and they're kind of little like camaraderie like hey like why did you you get here and she's like oh it's complicated (laughs) it was fun to see them both like interact like that like said just like a classic rebels episode and it was nice to just see ezra more in his live action self like we only got to see a little bit part of it in the last episode which was great but now i mean ezra is still ezra he may be in live action now but he he is the exact same he really is like i felt it was perfectly translated like he might as well have been the same actor like it was perfectly like you know if ahsoka and hera there's been kind of a it's a little different you know especially with the voices but i think he nails the voice and the mannerisms and the character perfectly he he is Ezra absolutely so we kind of start this episode not with Ahsoka not with Ezra or Sabine but we start with the enemy Thrawn is kind of trying to plan his next course of action uh Skull and Shin are trying to go after Ezra and Sabine which still confused me a little bit like I know they want to go and keep tabs on Ezra and Sabine but like I I guess I'm just wondering why they don't just like forget them like what what purpose do they serve they Sabine knows that she's not going home and yeah at what what point it is for them to kill her I don't know what Thrawn's plan is like he's been kind of you know he's always like on one step ahead so I, I think maybe he was just trying to make it seem like you know I'm gonna let her go find Ezra and then have him reunite like he says at the end of the episode like just so that they're distracted so maybe that's like his plan really just to get them all distracted and he can like let all his men onto his star destroyer so <laughs> it is kind of interesting his plan is way of going about is is always unorthodox i i liked how at first it was like yeah we'll let skull and shin go after sabine and pretend like this is important but we're actually going to forget him and then when skull and shin find ezra and sabine it's like oh now we actually have to pay attention i don't know if that's i I would assume that really just escalated because ahsoka got there but i'm assuming yeah that was weird i don't know what he was like oh yeah like he'll handle them and then oh wait balin left uh yeah that was part of my plan yeah when he leaves i I think that's the magic with thrawn though is he's always just like he's always like oh yeah i planned this or i i predicted this but he says it in a way to where it's not like yeah sure you did it's he says it with such confidence that's how he was in rebels like every time he would lose he's like no this is exactly (laughs) how i planned every step the rebels will fall like you just lost like your whole army what are you talking about but i know that's why i love thrawn (laughs) i love live action thrawn he's so good 
complaining about him though what i I saw a lot of like discourse online you know people were kind of like oh he's not like how he looked in rebels but people have to understand this is animation to live action it's an and it's like 10 years i was gonna say there's been some time that's passed he doesn't exactly have like his voice he does he doesn't exactly have his battle droids to be fighting with and training with the whole time i don't know if he wants to really mess with the night sisters dark magic so i mean bodies change time does that to someone that's that's so weird because i feel like his actor is doing so well he's perfect lars mickelson is like they they said i think dave filoni said that he kept him because you know his iconic voice he couldn't replace so that's why he kept kept him as thrawn and he does the facial expression so well like he has this like half smile but like almost kind of a smirk and like he he looks so unfazed but i i I think he does thrawn perfectly i can't imagine anybody else doing a better thrawn i agree i think he's like these past two episodes like it really made you wait for his return but to see him like in all his glory was it's 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 surreal to see live action done i never thought we would see it you know i know it just i was thinking about this earlier like the fact that we're just getting all of this extra rebels storyline like i was under the impression that we were all that rebels was just gonna end the way they ended it in season four i was always afraid that that's just how they left it off and i always felt like season four was left off on such a cliffhanger like it was kind of like what so there was a way to like set it up like there was no way he was just yeah. to keep it forever like oh yeah Ezra's out there and Thrawn like we'll see it one day it's like and now it's yeah. today like we actually saw the payoff to that I think five years since Rebels ended so and even then what's nice. it been like two years since Mandalorian when Ahsoka was first introduced into live action I would say yeah I think 20, 2020 yeah 2020 I yeah. remember that's when her episode came out season two so yeah about like two and a half years three years so it's oh been a lot God. so much time has passed <laughs> I know I know it's been so long but i think it's been worth it to see the show like come out and like progress through this story absolutely so i want to ask your ask this question what do you think is gonna happen with skull and shin because i feel like we've reached a point in the show where they're kind of insignificant or like they're there's like their part of the plan has been carried out you know they got thrawn or they got uh morgan elsbeth to thrawn so now it's like what do they do what what purpose do they serve now i would say so too because like their story's kind of been i would say kind of put on the back burner like since last episode and you know we're kind of seeing hints of like if shin is gonna leave balin because like at the end like ahsoka not to cut to the end but like ahsoka kind of was like come with me you know like i could help you and she kind of runs off but hesitates so i think Mm -hmm. we might see her betray balin and maybe he might kill her or Mm. like maybe she kills him maybe like they duel so there might be like a master and apprentice duel so i don't know what's gonna happen they're probably gonna be wiped out by next episode i would say like i don't think i see them continuing on past this season yeah i'm curious at how they're gonna handle balin because the actor passed away so i don't i don't know if disney really wants to experiment with their ai scanned copies of him in season two i think that would get i think that would get a lot of pushback that would i i could also see it as like balin and shin realize that thrawn's message is not really in line with what they want and they discover that thrawn was just going to dispose of them i could see balin somehow sacrificing himself and telling shin like continue on go on without me and then we just get this like super edgy i don't know like processing storyline from shin in season two i mean we we still don't even know if there's going to be a season two i would assume there has 
has to be. I would assume so too. I think he hinted at that Filoni, like when he was making the show, like there might be a season two. This isn't the only like story. So I, I would assume it would continue on. But yeah, I could probably, I could see that. I could see that like she she survives and it kind of continues that like burden. Either way, we just have so much to wrap up in with That's one episode true. left. Like, <laughs> I feel like- That's how it always is. <laughs> oh, we've come so far. But at the same time, it's like, wait, we're already at the end. Like what, what, what now? Yeah, there's like so much plot to cover. Like Thrawn's gonna have to escape and we still got the New Republic. Yeah. What's going on with Hera? And we still got, you know, the reunion with Ahsoka, Sabine and Ezra to see what they're gonna do to like stop Thrawn. So I, I think we're gonna see like them try to stop Thrawn, but I don't think they're gonna win. And this is gonna be like, they lose. And that kind of is the cliffhanger. Like Thrawn's in the new galaxy. What's gonna happen? And that's kind of the status quo for these new like Mando like shows, you know? Thrawn's <laughs> The very there. last shot is Thrawn's ships coming out of hyperspace yeah. and he's like, it's good to be back. And then yeah. just like... <laughs> That's, cuts the credits. That would be awesome. <laughs> I, would, I would love to see that. It's good to be home. Like... <laughs> Oh yes, finally back. I feel like Thrawn's gonna have the last word of season one. Like I, I think it's just very fitting for him to have the last word. That would be perfect. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all with him. That would be awesome to see Thrawn just to close out the show like that. <laughs> that would fit perfectly with Filoni and everything. Well, speaking of the other rebels, we finally found out where Zeb is. I have to say, I'm really disappointed that he's just not in this show. I like how they were like, "Oh, he's training young recruits." Like I Zeb know. would not want to mess around with new recruits. He wants to see Ezra. He wants to like help out like Hera. Like we saw him cameo in Mandalorian. And maybe it was just too expensive. Like, oh, we can't. <sighs> we can only that do that once a year. So cheapskates. Season two. I, I hope so. Also, I like how Kalis, who was a very monumental character in Rebels, just doesn't exist anymore. It's not even mentioned. Apparently, I guess he's hopefully he's on that home world, you know, the new world for Zeb and his people, because we haven't seen anything of him in, in canon since the Rebels finale. <laughs> Zeb just left him and was like yeah i'm over this relationship <laughs> it's like it's not working out I'm, i have to train recruits apparently. <laughs> so goodbye um it's not you it's me so. <laughs> it'd be nice if there was just at least like some kind of cameo or maybe a little like i don't know just a little something like even on a hologram like he appears like yeah. having the council like oh zeb and says hi to hera and hopefully ezra if they make it out of the galaxy so speaking of hera in this episode got some big flack from zeo senator ziona no. to be he was fine i can see why he's such an awful senator in this episode but i i think i still kind of hold to the point of he has valid reason to be mad with like they all have valid reason to be mad at her it doesn't look good on like her end because we know as the audience like oh yeah like ahsoka's right like Thrawn's yeah. coming but from their end they're like she's just breaking orders and she's just like causing yeah. all this like you know problems like she doesn't have any evidence like and she's just trying to save ezra but like i guess see why they wouldn't trust like Hera like that. I also still, Hera also has yet to give a true reason as to why Thrawn is so dangerous. I mean, all of these senators were around when Thrawn had a position. Like, it's not like he's some mystical character that no one's ever heard of. But at the same time, like, Hera just says, oh my god, guys, he's so dangerous. Like, we can't let him come back. And they're like, okay, why? And she's like, well, we just can't. So I, I understand their hesitation. And I I guess I don't see why she hasn't she doesn't see that yeah and it was I mean it wasn't looking good for her until like surprise surprise cameo by C3 <laughs> he showed up and saved the day and with courtesy of of Leia so that was that was I did not 
expect that. I was like, wait, are we gonna get Leia? I was like, I know. I was expecting her to like walk out. It's like, are we gonna get Leia? <laughs> like, but it was cool to see through real. That was that was such a fun cameo. I definitely am at a point in this universe where I forget, like, okay, what characters are still around and which characters aren't. So when three PO came around, I was like, wait, he's still here. And then I was like, wait, okay, this like the Empire just fell. They're they're not yeah, that old like, yet. It was like five years after Jedi. So yeah, that, <laughs> but we haven't seen him in so long. I was, I was like, oh wow, yeah, he's yeah, he's still around and yeah leo's still around so honestly it's it's cool to see to see him interact with like hera and apparently hera and leia are like pretty close so she helped her out with that yeah well there was that rebels episode i don't know if hera was involved in that one episode that they brought leia in but it was kind of was she uh, it's been a couple years since i've seen it but i'm pretty (laughs) sure she was there at least maybe she met her at the end when she was like leaving so that makes but off screen they probably like she was in the war so they probably knew each other quite well so yeah it is kind of funny how or not funny i just love how this new rebellion or this new republic is so female dominated like i like how there really aren't a lot of men that make up this congregation and we have zion who's just like complete like he's a jerk like he's just he's just (laughs) constantly like belittling Hera and just like poking poking holes at like everything she says and you know just like yeah you know i think it's almost it's almost a question of like how did he get elected how did he get here so a lot of politicians are so i mean yeah you know star wars has always kind of been about politics at least since the prequels <laughs> since the prequels yeah. so this is kind of like a little return to that so this kind of reminded me of that like the new republic isn't quite different from the old republic and that's what led to their downfall mm-hmm. we're seeing it again like Balin says like re- patterns that repeat over and over again throughout the centuries so he foreshadowed snoke <laughs> i know it's like oh this is gonna happen again and i'm pretty sure they mentioned like or i think i remember um when sabine's like explaining the whole backstory like what Ezra's missed like oh yeah and we won and the empire and he's like and then the emperor supposedly died and she's like apparently like <laughs> she's like hesitating like yeah I know what you did there Filoni like yo you know what's up you know what's up it's so true though like no one ever saw the empire emperor's dead body and we obviously know he comes back so I kind of like how they they imply it's like we don't know what happened to him we he allegedly died and we're gonna hope that's the case so honestly he could stay out there like you don't know he he might be uh might be cloning himself okay i could i could totally see them like trying to retcon how he survived like i could see that showing up in a series at some point i could see them trying to like bring in either in this season or like in some season how palpatine comes back like how they find him because he just kind of shows up that's true i mean that's like the main part like oh somehow palpatine returns so this show and mando and everything's been kind of like felony like okay this is how it happened you know this is how the new republic fell over the years like they they became too overconfident like as we see with senator senator yon like he just he doesn't believe that Tom could ever come back so it's like <laughs> the seeds of like the empire just growing as they kind of just ignore it pretty much and also last speaking of cameos we actually got another shot of hayden christian says it's anakin i was not expecting us to see him again me either i thought that was all the footage we got like we're gonna see him in that one so and you know the end 
end of episode four. And I think that kind of made sense because I'm already there being a trailer where they know that kind of dialogue. Like, I can trust you. Yeah. Ahsoka. It's all on you, Ahsoka. So I was like, maybe that'll just like trailer. But I'm like, oh, there's a recording, just like in Rebels, showed, showed her recording of his training, you know, helping her. So that was really cool. And they also, I like that they took the time to change up his look as well. I like how they gave him shorter hair. They changed like his outfit that he was wearing. Like they really took time and care when it came to showing him in Ahsoka. And I really like that. We're I just like that he's getting a chance to truly flex his acting skills because Hayden Christensen is a really good actor. He really is. And we didn't we didn't get enough appreciation for him. I always thought he was a really good Anakin, but a lot of people didn't. So over the years, like people have grown to appreciate him and to see him back, you know, Kenobi and Ahsoka and to see all that love for him come back. Like it's really it's really heartwarming to see Hayden Christensen come back to Star Wars like this. I know. I, I hope we I hope we can see him like for I hope he comes back in season two. Like I'd love to see him come back as a force ghost and for Ahsoka to be like, wait, what are you doing here? And he's like, I don't leave. I'm always here. <laughs> Just like Qui-Gon did with Obi-Wan. Like, I've always been here. Duh. I've been listening the whole time. Like, yeah, you're throughout all your, you know, bad habits <laughs> and everything. Like, yeah, I was there. I could have helped. Well, actually, I can't help, but I could have done something, but I'll just stand back and let you do it because now you're the master. So. Yeah, I feel like true, like true Anakin would be like, I can't just sit there and not try to talk to her. I, I feel like that's just so out of character for him. That's true, but I guess he's the chosen one. So he has to like abide by the rules. We haven't really seen much of Force Ghost Anakin. Like we still don't know if I that know. was even really him in the world between worlds. That could have been yeah, her imagining it or it could have been embodiment of the Force. Like I'm assuming it was him though. That's what I'm just going to assume. That was the Force Ghost of Anakin in the world between worlds he just looked like he was fully like alive because the world <laughs> between worlds is different so that's how he looks i would say yeah for sure all right so we finished up this episode where thrawn's troopers are making it to the main ship we get more more time with that awkward shot of the ship over the rock <laughs> Uh, and then we get to finally see Ahsoka and Ezra reunite. I like that, you know, we have this hope that Ezra is going to get to see home and we're going to get to see a reunification with Hera and how shocked Ezra is when he learns that Hera had a child. There's so many things that are just going to be like, wait, what? He's missed so much. He was even saying like, wait, what? Like Zeb's training, you know, like Hera's now like a general. Like he was just so surprised. Like he had missed so much and he just wants to go home. Like that's, it's yeah. so, it's so nice to see that like i just want to go home like you yes let him go home yeah. let, let him like see Lethal. let him see his people again let him see zeb like i just mm -hmm. want that full reunion you know with the remaining rebels yeah group. i want that like bullying aspect between zeb and ezra like the the like the joking around thing they had that was always my favorite part of their relationship is both of them just kicking each other around they're like big brother and little brother like always like, yeah you know, rough housing always like <laughs> kind of like you know making fun of each other but like in a fun way so i think we got to see at least something at least by next episode hopefully yeah. who knows who knows if, <laughs> what's gonna happen next episode it might end with them stuck on in that new galaxy and we have to wait till next season to see them come Ugh. out so we we don't know i also like that um sabine didn't think that Hera and kanan having a kid was enough to mention while ezra was like repeating back the history it's like we won this fell zeb's training recruits you're here ahsoka's here no mention of this child that we find out about in the very last few seconds of rebels like i feel like if i were ezra it would be like wait what the heck like yeah like her had a kid and he's force sensitive apparently yeah and like yeah she just didn't mention that i guess she's just waiting for the reveal so he has a shocked face like wait you didn't 
told me about Jason. <laughs> right? Like, that's gonna be nice to see that reunion, though. So you're like, she's told me stories about you, Ezra, like yeah. the Purgle and like how you save Lothal. My like, dad trained you. <laughs> and he's gonna be like, he's gonna look at him like, oh, I see Kanan and you, like, Aww. like ah, uh, that's there's gonna be so been, cool. There's also been no mention of Kanan. Like, he's just his spirit is just not there. Like, oh yeah, he died. Whatever. That is weird. We haven't seen like we had like a blurry photograph, I think, in like her mm -hmm. cockpit, like a couple episodes ago and yeah no mention of Kanan besides you know like when Hugh Yang was like oh yes he has mm -hmm. four sensitive abilities like his father and he's like okay <laughs> yeah I, I would have thought that like Harrow would have talked a little more about him or brought up like you know your father used to say this or your father and I always used to do this but guess not guess there I, I if there's one thing that I always get like salty about with Star Wars shows is when they don't bring up characters that have passed away and they always talk about like we need to honor those who came before us and they don't <laughs> like mandalorian like with satine or yes like padme like yeah they kind of just like oh they're dead and forgotten apparently so just like i would have that's a whole other tangent i i really it, satine and bo katan's relationship was such a crucial part of clone wars and the fact that bo katan is like yeah i had a sister she's dead now whatever it's just yeah, like at least oh, say okay. their name. like at least, right like, you know honored their death at least like, like dang, <laughs> they gave up their life for you like it's gonna forget him like that also yeah. given that satine had so much impact into how mandalore got to the way anyway i'm getting off on a tangent i get you though. But... That, that makes sense yeah so final predictions before we end this episode what do we think what do we think is going to happen in the finale how how much how much do we think is going to get accomplished i would say thrawn's going to escape through the new galaxy like from the new galaxy with like his whole full army like using a night sister magic and then i'm assuming that I'm assuming that they're going to leave Ahsoka, Ezra, and Sabine, like, in that new galaxy. We're not going to see them. So, mm. like, they're going to just be stuck. Like, oh, we almost got them. And then <laughs> now we're stuck here. And then I guess Ezra ought to call upon the Purgle again to, to help out. So I think Thrawn's going to kind of win. And we're going to just see him, like, in that new galaxy. Like you said, the final shot's just going to be him, like, <laughs> I'm back home. Like, now I'm going to wreak havoc and this, I'm back. Like, I arrived. Like, he sends an announcement, kind of like, you know, Palpatine does like i'm back you thought i was yeah. there. like that's how that's how they come back and you thought i was there i mean maul kind of did the same thing like yeah I'm back. so i'm that's my prediction for next week i totally forgot about like doing a part two of ezra channeling the purgle to get them through through lights uh hyperspace i i could see that happening like i feel like we have to have that i feel like it's only poetic to have that for the season one finale yeah i could i could see that happening and you know the purgle left like that but i think they could come back if Ezra calls if upon he channels them. them. Even Ahsoka too, because she connected with them at the yeah. end of episode five. So yeah, I think they'll come back. Either way, I'm curious to see what they do with that. I'm curious to see how Thrawn gets to the our good old galaxy again. I'm curious to see what happens with Shin and Balin. They were such strong characters, and I I just hope that they get a story. I just hope they get a story conclusion that they deserve. Like I hope Satisfying. they get their time. Satisfying conclusion, you know, to their arcs because they've been really good characters. Like for these new characters to be introduced, like they've been really compelling. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, with that, you'll have to tune in next week for Giovanni, Joaquin, and I to recap the season one finale of Ahsoka. But with that, thanks for listening to another episode of This Is The Waycast. For more Star Wars content, head over to BoardWalkTimes.net and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Boardwalk Times. We also have tons of Star Wars merch on our Boardwalk Times merch shop. You can find where to access and purchase our goods, including a t-shirt that says In Filoni We Trust at BoardWalkTimes.net. 
This is The Waycast is a podcast produced and edited by me and Giovanni Delgadillo and music by Kevin McLeod.